This is a Daily Purpose Bible Study and Devotional, a podcast by Our Given Purpose, where we bridge the gap between revival and spiritual maturity. I am Tori Slaughter, your host and Bible study teacher. Let's dive into today's topic passage. Turn with me in the scriptures to 2 Corinthians. 2 Corinthians chapter 12, verses 7 through 10. And lest I should be exalted above measure by the abundance of the revelations, a thorn in the flesh was given to me, a messenger of Satan to buffet me, lest I be exalted above measure. Concerning this thing, I pleaded with the Lord three times that it might depart from me. And he said, My grace is sufficient for you. My strength is made perfect in weakness." Therefore, most gladly, I will rather boast in my infirmities that the power of Christ may rest upon me. Therefore, I take pleasure in infirmities, in reproaches, in needs, in persecutions, in distresses for Christ's sake. For when I am weak, then I am strong. Amen. Lord, we thank you for the reading of your word. 2 Corinthians chapter 12, verses 7-10. through 10. Welcome to Bible study, embracing. Welcome to Bible study, day 254, embracing weakness by founding writer Tori Slaughter. The epistle of 2 Corinthians nestled within the New Testament is a treasure of wisdom, encouragement, and profound theological insights. Penned by the Apostle Paul, this letter is not merely a collection of spiritual musings, it is a heartfelt correspondence with the Corinthian church, offering guidance, exhortation, and theological truths. To truly grasp the depth of this letter, we must delve into the historical context, its divisions, and the lesser-known facets that make it a vital part of the Christian canon. So to understand 2 Corinthians, we must first appreciate the circumstances of the Corinthian church. The city of Corinth was a bustling cosmopolitan hub in ancient Greece, marked by cultural diversity and moral laxity. Never thought I'd say that word in a sentence, but you understand. The Apostle Paul established the church in Corinth during his second missionary journey around AD 51-52, but soon after his departure, the church encountered challenges. The Corinthian believers grappled with such issues such as internal divisions, false teachings, and ethical dilemmas. Paul, despite his physical absence, remained deeply concerned for their spiritual warfare. He received distressing reports about the Corinthian church, and this prompted him to write a series of letters of which 2 Corinthians is the most prominent. His aim was to restore harmony, correct misunderstandings, and reinforce his apostolic authority. So let's talk about the structure. This was a letter of comfort and also rebuke. 2 Corinthians is marked by its emotional intensity and is often regarded as Paul's severe letter due to its frankness and rebukes. The epistle can be divided into several sections. Let's go through the main four now. First, we have the introduction and thanksgiving. 
Paul opens the letter with a greeting, highlighting God's comfort in times of trouble. He acknowledges the Corinthians' afflictions and his own hardships, emphasizing God's faithfulness. Number two, the ministry of the new covenant found in chapter one through chapter seven. This section provides a glimpse into Paul's defense of his apostolic ministry. He contrasts the glory of the new covenant with the fading glory of the old, addressing various concerns and defending his integrity. The third section, found in chapters 8 through 9, is the generosity and collection for the saints. Paul commends the Corinthians for their willingness to give generously and encourages them to complete their financial support for the saints in Jerusalem. And number four, Paul's apostolic authority and final exhortations found in chapter 10 through 13. Now, this portion of 2 Corinthians deals with Paul's defense of his apostolic authority and his desire for reconciliation within the church. He concludes the letter with exhortations and a plea for unity. Now, one of the lesser known aspects and in the sense of we don't know what it was is Paul's reference to his thorn in the flesh in 2 Corinthians chapter 12 verses 7 through 10. So while the nature of this thorn remains subject to debate, it serves as a reminder that even faithful servants of God face personal struggles. Paul's reliance on God's grace and strength in the face of adversity is a testament to his unwavering faith. 2 Corinthians is a timeless letter that speaks directly to the hearts of believers today. It talks to us, y'all. Its themes of comfort and tribulation, the surpassing glory of the new covenant, the call to generosity, and the importance of reconciliation continue to resonate. Paul's heartfelt words offer guidance for navigating the challenges of the Christian journey and provide a understanding of God's grace in the midst of adversity. So in essence, 2 Corinthians is an epistle of grace and restoration, a reminder that even in our weaknesses and trials, God's power is made perfect. It beckons us to embrace the transformative message of the new covenant and to embody the love, generosity, and unity that lie at the heart of the gospel. Through its pages, we find not only the Apostle Paul's wisdom, but God's enduring message of hope for all believers. Before we get into today's devotional and continue this discussion on 2 Corinthians, let's pause for this announcement. Hey there, Purpose Enthusiasts, this is Tori, and we are here to bridge the gap between revival and spiritual maturity. It is a privilege to manage this daily ministry. And God said, I didn't have to do it alone. I am joined by Melinda Douglas, Robin Lambert, Lisa Gantz, Christina Price, Irvine St. Belus, Diana L.W. Coleman, Sheila Arrington, Lindsay Capron, Kendra Dublin, Detria Moore, Tammy Michael O, Stephanie Wright, Reason A. Chandler, Joshua Slaughter, Megan Martin, Roderick Slaughter, Tiffany Langston. Follow us as we follow Jesus and be renewed each day as you listen to the Bible teachings and devotionals that align with the Bible in a year plan. We are your go-to podcast and YouTube source for daily inspiration, insight, and encouragement. 
Don't miss the opportunity to elevate your journey and tell a friend they can come along with you. Now, let's transition back into a daily purpose. Welcome back. We are still embracing weakness. So in this tapestry of our faith journey, we often encounter what we call paradoxes that both challenge and enrich our understanding of God's grace. One such paradox is the notion that strength can be found in weakness, a truth revealed in 2 Corinthians 12, 7-10. Now, as we journey through these verses, we uncover insight into the nature of God's grace, the purpose of our weaknesses, and the transformative power of surrender. So let's look back at verse 7. Paul begins this passage by sharing a deeply personal experience, the presence of a thorn in the flesh. While the exact nature again of this thorn remains a matter of speculation, its significance lies in its capacity to humble Paul. Like a persistent ailment, this thorn served as a reminder of human frailty and dependency. In verse 8 of chapter 12, we have the threefold plea. In his vulnerability, the Apostle Paul turns to the Lord with a plea. He implores the Lord to remove his thorn, a natural response to discomfort and suffering, right? But God's response is anything but ordinary. It is a revelation of divine wisdom that challenges our conventional understanding of strength. In verses 9 through 10, we have this divine response. In these verses, we discover the heart of the paradox. God's response to Paul's plea, rather than removing the thorn, God declares, My grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. Ooh, it's such a profound revelation that invites us to embrace weakness as a canvas upon which God's strength is painted. So what are the lessons we can learn from this paradox? Well, number one, the power of surrender. Paul's journey teaches us the transformative power of surrender when we release our grip on self-sufficiency and acknowledge our weakness, we open the door for God's grace to flood in. It's in the surrender that we find strength. Number two, divine accompaniment. Paul's thorn was a constant companion, a reminder that God's strength is not a distant promise, but an abiding presence. In our weaknesses, God is with us, offering grace and abundance. Number three, a new perspective. Embracing weakness shapes our perspective. We begin to see God's power in the midst of trials, his wisdom in the face of adversity, and his grace in moments of desperation. And number four, joy in trials. The paradox of finding joy in trials, found in verse 10, invites us to redefine suffering. Instead of viewing difficulties as mere obstacles, we see them as opportunities for God's strength to shine through. So 2 Corinthians chapter 12, verses 7-10 through 10, reminds us that God's grace is most profoundly experienced in our moments of weakness. 
It challenges our cultural obsession with self-sufficiency and invites us to a deeper dependence on the one who offers strength in our vulnerabilities. In the tapestry of our faith journey, the thread of weakness is not a flaw, but a design. A design through which the brilliance of God's grace shines. As we embrace this divine paradox, we discover that our weaknesses are not hindrances, but gateways to God's limitless strength. In surrender, we find empowerment. In dependence, we find grace. And in weakness, we find strength. Amen. Amen. Day 254, Embracing Weakness by founding writer Tori Slaughter. Oh, hallelujah. The strength of our Lord is found in our weakness. Where we are weak, his strength is perfected. Amen. Oh my goodness. Don't you want to go and tell somebody and celebrate? Yes. And this is why a daily purpose Bible study and devotional offers you the perfect chance to initiate a conversation about God's word. We are deeply grateful to you for sharing this podcast with your friends and family. We thank our many sponsors and our Patreons whose donations help us to provide this valuable content. If you feel led to contribute financially and become part of the Our Given Purpose ministry, please visit OurGivenPurpose.com. Your contribution will help us spread God's message and connect with people all over the world. Remember, you have seeds to sprinkle and don't lose sight of the ones falling on you. Where will they grow? Are the road and shallow soil and the thickets? Or will they find a home in good soil to flourish and produce a good work? What God has begun in you, he will complete. Have faith and be bold. You've just heard a daily purpose, Bible study and devotional, a podcast by Our Given Purpose. Go ahead and share it with a friend right now.